started. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 111 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host DC here with me today. What's going on, y'all? It's your favorite misfit in the building, and we got some movies to talk about today. Got some shows, got some some IP expansion. Pretty interesting conversation, man, as we kind of ramp up into the June month. Um, as we, you know, as you guys usually know, the summer months are typically pretty, pretty busy for games. Um, and that that doesn't look to the trend doesn't look to be any different this year, even though we do not for what the second year ever have E3 for like the last 25, 30 years. Um, but very, very excited, man. Uh, it's always good to see franchises taken on, I guess, I guess you would call it transmedia is the word. Um, but yeah, very excited to talk about the stuff we got going on today, man. So we can jump right into it. Um, by the way, we are recording again on Sunday, guys. Hello again. Um, <laughs> as always, our lives are a never-ending roller coaster around here, so we appreciate you guys for understanding. Um, if you guys are here live, um, the episode will drop at the same time, usual, this week. Um, but yeah, so let's jump into it, man. We got Sony news this week. Quite a bit of it to go through. Um, the first thing on the list here, man, we got Sony announcing more TV shows are in development based off of their video game IPs. Of course, we know that they were already working on the Last of Us TV show. Um, I'm not sure when that is due to premiere. I want to say next year, if I had to guess. Um, but as always, Sony, you know, Sony, I'll, I'll give Sony credit, right? Like, they, they're usually pretty good about taking care of the IP that they have under their, you know, under their umbrella, their creative umbrella, which is always nice to see. Um, oh, excuse me, guys. But we had an announcement for Horizon and God of War are going to get their own shows, respective shows. Horizon is going to end up on Netflix and God of War on Prime Video, which I thought was pretty cool because these are obviously two very important franchises, especially over the last five five or so years for Sony. Um, with Horizon being, I feel like, I don't really think it's a stretch to say that Horizon is probably top three, one of their most important and popular franchises. Um, and God of War, of course, everyone knows God of War, you know, we're allegedly doing air quotes here, <laughs> allegedly getting a new God of War game this year. Um, it did. I don't know if you saw this, DC, talking about that. Uh, a ratings for the game did show up in a Korean ratings board for this year, which may or may not indicate the game will launch this year. Um, of course, you know, we don't ever know until it's ready to until you're ready to hit that start button. Right. But um, are you kind of excited about these two shows here? Uh, what do you think they could do to further expand upon these franchises here? I'm pretty excited to see what they're going to do with these. Well, let's start with um, God of War. We'll break it down show, for, uh, show by show. So God of War. Hmm. Obviously, um, God of War has great lore, but I'm a little iffy about it because no matter how good the lore is, that doesn't always translate into a good TV show. Like, for example, Halo. But <laughs> yeah, it just depends on who they have as the, um, uh, who is it? Like the director like the and show runners and stuff. Yeah. Runners, the directors and you know it just depends on if they really really dig into the the source material um get into the games and just really dig into it and see um what the the the, the characters are about and you know what i'm saying because you can have all this great story but it's all on them to in interpret interpreted that story so they may want to take it a certain way that the fans might not agree with it's a very slippery slope when you're dealing with like anything of this nature uh video games uh comic books you know it's a it's i can only imagine the amount of pressure you know what i'm saying that yeah. they deal with to try to make these shows appease to everyone the casual person 
of the hardcore fan base of that particular game or whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think God of War, you know, with it being God of War is pretty violent, first of all. So I, I would love to see their take on that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And wherever it lands, because this is supposed to be on what? Netflix? No, God of War is on Prime Video and Horizon is going to be on Netflix. Prime Video gives you a little room to breathe when it comes to like if they want to take it to that 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 level that God of War is known to get as far as like violence goes, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like they'll be okay over there. Um, I don't know why I keep thinking like Disney Plus. No, I, no, 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 no. I don't know why it's <laughs> jumping in my head. Maybe it's because like Obi Wan or something. I don't know because everyone's. <sighs> Oh, so good. Yeah, it's been all on my timeline. Like, I don't know nothing about Star Wars, and I kind of want to watch it, like, because everybody's been talking about it. But now, jumping over to um, Horizon, um, beautiful concept. Once again, it depends on the budget. First of all, with this one, I mean, with God of War as well, but I feel like with uh, Horizon, there's going to be a need for a bigger budget just because of the, the the creatures and stuff in the game the robotics and right i'm saying i feel like the budget may have to be a little bit bigger for that to make it look good because once again i hate to uh reference halo but halo had some really cool fight scenes that was kind of uh dulled down to me by not so great you know cgi like and i don't know what goes into you know getting it to where it needs to be i think the fight scenes in halo would have been like damn near just like chef chef's kiss perfect if the cgi was just a little bit better but with that being said with horizon you know it's all about the aesthetics in horizon because it's almost like a tribal a futuristic tribal type look right you know what I'm saying? so they would have to really get that aesthetic down uh, first of all, to even, in my opinion, to even captivate an, an, an audience, you know what I'm saying? So I really want to see, I, I'm just curious to see how the, that's going to play out. I don't know anything about Horizon, so I'm totally flying blind here when the show comes out. I don't know any of the lore. I don't know anything. I've never played any of the games. I've watched streams. Mm-hmm. I don't even like I like I don't know where the robots came from. I don't know any of the lure. So if you guys want to hit me up on socials and give me a little scoop, I appreciate it. But yeah, I don't know anything. So I'll be going into that blind. So maybe that will be a good thing. Like, because <laughs> you go in because I might be the type of person like, yo, this show is freaking great. <laughs> and then everybody be like, bro, no. <laughs> it's not it <laughs> i mean you bring you definitely bring up an interesting point there because i've seen especially like the, you know to talk about halo for a moment here i've seen the conversation around that be you know at least some people who, who aren't super familiar with the source material you know like people like us who might have been playing the game games for so long and they seem to like the show a lot better than someone like us you know i personally you know haven't watched since episode two don't plan on ever watching it again I watched. Um, what'd you say? I watched enough for you, man. <laughs> yeah, you watched enough for the both of us. But I think, you know, Horizon would give them a little bit more room to be a little bit more creative in terms of storytelling and world building. Um, I'm I'm a little bit more familiar with like the backstory of the, you know, of the, the robots and the show itself and, and kind of how, you know, the world got to the state that it's in. And I think it's pretty interesting. One thing I would love to see from that show in particular is them take on, you know, not not have Aloy be the main character, but maybe focus on, you know, the time, her time, like the time before she was born or other characters in the show, I think would be pretty interesting to explore because I feel like there's just so much world building that can be done in a show like that. Now, you know, when, when you look at something like God of War, I think they're going to take the same approach to God of War that they're doing with The Last of Us. Um, and I just looked it up too. Last of Us is actually going to premiere on HBO. So, you know, it's pretty interesting that, you know, I kind of like Sony's approach here, right? Like Sony and Microsoft, you know, they have the IPs and they're not necessarily trying to build their own streamer service because 
there's already so much competition in that in that particular like tv streaming is it, it's it's pretty in my opinion it's pretty saturated right now with platforms and different streaming services and you know i'm glad that they're taking the approach of already working with people who are established in that industry so shout out to them for doing that but i think we could probably get a, a retelling of old man kratos in the form of a tv show maybe with like deeper context into who his wife was after um you know you know his wife that he had atreus with you know how he ended up in the norse mythology world like that stuff could be pretty interesting on its own um and just like you just like you were saying i, I agree with you i hope they kind of you know keep it like a mature rating because god of war games are you know have a history of being pretty brutal and and um yeah man I, I'm, I'm very interested to see now i do have a question for you man like I kind of feel like we're in this in this point in TV and storytelling where the world or, or where Hollywood is kind of starting to finally finally I don't want to say like necessarily recognize the game industry, but it seems like we're finally starting to get to the point where people are starting to understand these IPs to the point where they can really let the stuff breathe and tell the proper stories. Do you think that we're gonna start to see? kind of like a comic book effect where we start where where you have multiple movies shows like video game shows like could we be entering a golden era of video game tv shows is what i like to call it because you know we had you know we have the mcu we have all the superhero movie show movies tv shows you know could this be the next big thing that hollywood is trying to tap for you know for creative storytelling well, I say it all the time. I say it all the time that um, uh, Hollywood needs to start kind of digging deep and coming up with original contents instead of making all these remakes. Mm -hmm. And so I can see that. I can honestly see that being a thing, like them tapping into um, uh, video games. Like, once again, I feel like people are still learning how much um, money that these games are generating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of other um, sources of entertainment and stuff are they're looking at video games and they're trying to see how they can get some of that money or get into the lane of making some of that money. I, I truly do believe that, you know, this is just the beginning. Now, if it's a, a golden era, that's going to be hard to say because the simple fact that it's a lot of hits and misses with um video game uh movies you know honestly we didn't my opinion i say this all the time i don't really think we really started hitting our stride honestly until sonic came out like sonic was one of those movies that was unexpectedly good and i just watched uh part two the other day and it was pretty good it was pretty good um for the craziness like you got this blue hedgehog in a real world you we didn't know how that was going to translate but they actually did a good job of cap capturing sonic now granted you know people have been talking about the lure of sonic and they said it's pretty you know it's pretty good but i don't know too much of the lure of sonic but with that being said everyone still seems to like Sonic. So with that movie coming out, I can't really think of anything else that just kind of made waves mm -hmm. in the gaming industry, gaming movie industry, but maybe that'll change with uh, these Slater movies that we have coming out now. So I'm thinking if these movies hit, if uh, God of War hit, Horizon hits, and then, you know, if we get a third, because they were talking about a Gran Turismo, I don't think that's going to be a movie. I think it's going to be like a car show. Oh, is, yeah. Not not like a not like a uh, a Fast and Furious type TV show, but something maybe like celebrating cars. I think so. I'm not sure. I have to do a little more research. Yeah, it'll be like a car show where they, you know, probably breaking down the history of cars, something like that. And I could see that kind of covering a demographic of gearheads. And, you know, if these things start to snowball and they, you know, Last of Us, we got Last of Us. We got three heavy hitters with good lore, good storytelling. If we get these to hit, 
then I would say we may be entering that golden era. But, you know, these three could come out and they can be awful or maybe one would be a hit. But I want to hold off the golden era talk until some of these start landing. Like, sure, we want to see where they go. But I definitely believe that this is a trend. I will say that right now, I believe this is a trend. I also think it's a safe bet because they feel like, well, if God of War sold over 2.6 billion copies, then that's 2.6 billion people that's going to watch it. Kind of true if it's good. But, you know, I think they're banking on the fandom that's already with these franchises to win. And that's a scary thing because that's a slippery slope. Like, you do one thing wrong, you know, you have purest of these brands. And like, oh, Kratos didn't have that. Why does he have a, a fishing pole? He never used that. He had a sword and blah, blah. You know how it goes. So, we'll yeah, see. I, yeah. I think it's interesting that... I think I think the, the the opportunity for interactive media to kind of like take the next step forward would be pretty interesting because I just looked up I don't know if you remember this game this was like back in 2013 this game and this TV show was on Sci-Fi Channel it was called Defiance. No, I don't remember. So I mean, I'm, I'm, let me explain this premise to you guys. So basically, the game was I don't want to really call it like an MMO. But essentially, it was kind of like a sci-fi world where stuff that happened in the game affected the show on a week-to-week -week basis. And mm -hmm. I think it was a little bit ahead of its time. It didn't really, it didn't really get, you know, as much press as as I would have liked. But I thought that the 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 story and the the idea itself was interesting, and I. I think eventually we could hit hit a point where games and, and TV shows are starting to intersect like this. Like imagine you're playing like, I don't know, like you're a, like a Mass Effect game or, and, and something that you, a choice you make in the, in the show where a character dies off or somebody, you know, something happens and it kind of changes the course of the show could be pretty interesting. Like that kind of stuff I, I think is, is worth talking about. And I don't think we're, I think we're going to get another version of this eventually, but I do agree with you, man. I, I think that while they're pulling these, you know, front, you know, they're, they're pulling on these strings from the video game industry to kind of, kind of grab new, new ideas and IPs and stuff. Um, they do have to kind of be careful because you look at stuff like Halo, right? Where they swung too far in one direction where they didn't rely on the fandom to kind of push the show. You know, they, they wanted to try to put their own spin on the universe, which, you know whether you like the show or not it you know whether it was you know it, they have a second season coming out so you can say it was successful to some degree but you know i hope that we find that they hit a good balance with that like one show i'm actually really curious to see is the last of us tv show because i know they're essentially from what i understand anyway they're essentially retelling the the first game um in a TV show format with probably, probably going to have some small changes in it here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, so I'm pretty curious to see how that kind of works out, but you know, I hope we continue to get more of these types of shows and movies and stuff. I mean, one thing I'm really worried about is the borderlands movie. <laughs> oh. you know, that, <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't think we've talked about that one enough here, but, you know, for those of you guys who are Borderlands fans or never played the games, there is a movie coming out that isn't based on anything from the games as far as I understand. Like, it's a like a story, its own storyline, which kind of makes me a little nervous, right? But, you know, let me, let me put you in armchair director DC again. Um, if you had one show or one video game franchise uh, outside of Halo, obviously... Um, that you would love to see turn into a TV show or a film, what what would it be, and how would you kind of like go about telling that story? First of all, I want to say one video game movie that was I think was kind of slept on, and maybe it's because I'm a gearhead. It was I loved um ah uh, what was that movie that came out? It was a car movie. Need for Speed. Yeah, I like Need for Speed. With uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, right? I think. Yeah, 
I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought we were going to get two more, but you know, I th I thought it was good. But back to your question, what uh what video game would I turn into a movie? That mm -hmm. yeah, my man. Let me see if I could spitball something here. Um, no, nah, I'm not gonna go with that. That's too cheeky, and it's like I'm playing it right now. Um. I actually, I would say, I love like medieval times because I was going to say like maybe something like an Elden Ring, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go with cyberpunk just because uh, visual uh, wise. Ooh. And I think that the story with cyberpunk, you can, the reason why I picked cyberpunk, first of all, is because of the visuals, right? Right. But I feel like the story is so open-ended in cyberpunk, they can make any adjustments they want without really pissing people off. Right, you know right. Story kind of basic, for lack of better terms. It's, it's, it's pretty, you know, you're just trying to survive in a city and you get caught up in, you know, some stuff. Like, I feel like that would give the directors a room to kind of breathe and do what I think the directors with Halo wanted to do. Because Halo, whether you love it or not, if you strip it down, it's just another sci-fi movie. They just put Master Chief in it, basically. Right. But I feel like with Cyberpunk, I just feel like there's a lot of creative freedom there. And I feel like if you get like the visuals right and just really, you know, hone in on that, that'd be enough to draw people in. And then, like I said, the story, you can kind of create a good story i'm not just saying throw anything together but you know and then think about it you know they did all that promotion with uh keanu reeves like just put him in the movie like you know you're breathtaking which, sorry which is interesting because i heard the expansion was leaked but <sighs> another time yeah the whole story and everything was leaked somebody data mined it whatever yeah you know. yeah <laughs> cyberpunk yeah, I I think that's a good pick, man. I I, I do like that. Uh, oh, Tina has one in the, uh, the 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 comments and chat. Red Dead actually, Red Dead wouldn't be a bad idea for a TV show. I got stuck on Red Dead. That's why I stopped playing it. I was stuck at a point where I had to catch a fish and I couldn't get past this mission. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh my goodness, man! Fishing in that game is funny, but yeah, Red Dead would actually be a pretty good one. Maybe like focus on Arthur. You know, maybe like when he was younger, because they, they did talk a lot about like his past and how he met Dutch. And um, I forget the other guy's name uh, who you went hunting with in the beginning, the older gentleman um, who was a part of the gang. But I just me personally, I would love to see them take the focus off of the main characters in video games and explore the worlds that they belong to. Um, you know, I, rem I remember talking about the Mass Effect TV show that I would love to have before, like, based off before the trilogy of the, you know, the trilogy of the games and, you know, just expand those stories. Like, you know, my favorite part about video games when it comes to lore and stuff is like, you know, and I don't really, you don't really see it much anymore in a lot of games, but, you know, you have like these hidden lore tabs and stuff you can find in game that really kind of flesh out like people's backstories and stuff like that stuff is is probably some of the most interesting stuff in gaming for me personally so i would love to see something based off of that and you know sony sony seems like they're they're definitely making a push to to expand outside of gaming which is good to see man i mean there's like i said there's so much like these these developers spend years and years and years developing these games and building these worlds it's almost a shame that you know once they're done you know, they finished the third game in the series and you don't really hear about the game much anymore. You know, we might get a remake, but, you know, I feel like that kind of the, the world building kind of, I don't want to say necessarily goes to waste, but, you know, you just have so much rich storytelling in there that would be really cool for people to watch. Like, you know, me and my wife were watching, we were watching a little bit of the Moon Knight, uh, the making of Moon Knight this, uh, this morning. And I, I personally, I didn't know, I don't know much about Moon Knight. You know, I'm not really up on his comics and you know I, I learned a lot about the character though which i thought was pretty interesting that kind of gave me extra context for the show which was cool so you know hopefully we'll see I, I doubt we'll see either one of these shows for the next few years i mean hopefully we'll get last of us next year and you know now that sony owns bungie maybe we'll get a 
I don't know, Destiny TV show or something, you know, Destiny movie or something. You know, actually, one thing I would love to see, I just popped into my head. This is brilliant. What if they give us a animated Apex show like Arcane? That would be pretty incredible. Because Apex is like, what, what was it, like 30 years after Titanfall 2 or something like that? So... Yeah, you got like basically thirty years of storytelling that you could do there, which and you got a bunch of interesting characters. I mean, look at all the legends that, you know, that are a part of the game. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, give me, give me an arcane, arcane style Apex show, man. I would love that. Like animated. I don't, don't give me live action. I think the game's a little too goofy for live action. But, it doesn't have to be live action, too. Right. But yeah, man, we we'll definitely see about that, man, and. Hopefully we'll get some more information on that in the Gran Turismo show and, you know, maybe Xbox will get their sh together and we'll get a Gears of War show or something. And I want to, um, I also want to take the time to say I would be remiss if I didn't put, um, what's the show up there? Um, Witcher. Cause I said Sonic. I mean, Witcher I is another one. That is a good point. Yeah. Witcher. We can't forget Witcher. Witcher is also on the positive side of good gaming movies so yeah. well movies or series or tv series right hey oh. what's going on anderson thank you for stopping by man uh it's funny you mentioned horizon man they're actually making a horizon tv show for netflix um you know i know you, you just said you you would love a horizon zero dawn movie um so we'll definitely be getting you'll get your horizon fix outside of the game so shout out to sony for that man moving on to topic number two we're going to continue this Sony train rolling, 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 man. Sony has announced a state of play. Surprise, surprise for June the 2nd. That's this coming up Thursday. Um, it is a 30 minute state of play where they're going to be showing off some third party games as well as some stuff for their VR2. Their Sony, the VR2 headset that they announced, what was it late last year? I think. Um, so maybe we'll be getting a release date for that headset. Maybe it'll come out the end of the year. Um, you know, Sony has typically done these kinds of state of play where they show off like exclusive partnerships with certain games and stuff. Um, no God of War. I doubt we see God of War. Um, they've, they've, they've done a pretty good job. I'll give Sony credit once again. They do a really good job of setting expectations for their PlayStation uh, state of plays. Um, so I'm pretty curious to see what they're going to show off, man. I think we'll probably see Final Fantasy 16. Um, what was the game that was supposed to come out earlier? We got this Forspoken. Uh, maybe we'll see some more gameplay of that. Um, but Sony seems like they're hitting on on the right notes, man. Like, do you do you feel like with the recent delays for Xbox that Sony has kind of gained a little bit of ground back from you know the the court of public opinion, as I like to call it. Cause I, I see you in them trenches on Twitter, man, defending Xbox, man. It's been a been a rough yeah. couple weeks for DC guys. <laughs> the Xbox Nation, bro, we we out in the trenches and we're getting you know we're getting hit with spears right now with no shields. Um, of course, man, you got to call it. We always gonna call it how it is, and um, I don't think uh, PlayStation never really lost too much momentum. They took a few hits, but. PlayStation is PlayStation, man. You know, they're doing a lot of things right. And while it seems like Xbox is trying to figure out, you know, a lot of things that they got going on as far as like the pushing these, uh, uh, what is it? Making sure that they, they, their purchases go through. Basically, that's what I call it. <laughs> you know, I just feel like they got so much going on and PlayStation already has like a, I feel like they have a game book. Like, I feel like they have a, a playbook and they're going by that playbook. They're checking off the list. I, it just feel, it feels like, you know, even before the, the PlayStation 5 dropped, I feel like they have a legitimate plan of how they want to drop their games, what they're going to do as far as with these movies coming out. Um, and I feel like even with these movies, I feel like PlayStation is trying to set themselves up in other arenas. Um, so, yeah, of course, man, I, um, I hate to say it. It pains me to say it, but, <laughs> you know, PlayStation, they're doing, they're doing what's right, man. And if 
let's just say if that that other game yeah like you know i told you one of their biggest wins to me was uh ghost ghost was like a beautiful addition to their their first party lineup and I feel like if they get another two games that just hit like that, man, do you got the the OG heavy hitters like God of War? You know, everyone's excited and ecstatic like about this game. Like you could feel it in the air. Like I when 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 I go to Reddit or Twitter, when people are talking about this game, it's just like you know when that game drop, it's gonna be one of those games where the world stops. Like when that game drop, yeah. This is all everybody's going to be talking talking about whether it's good or bad like that game is going to shut down the world and i feel like sony's just sitting back with their feet kicked up they know they got a good one in a tuck um they're just adding on i feel like they have they they're they giving themselves time to strategically place more pieces on the top of the winning pieces that they already have so playstation studios and stuff you know they like yo i feel like they just sitting there like okay like what's our me- uh next move what's what's the best move going to be should we add a movie to 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 this game or should we do this they got a little breathing room mm-hmm. and i what would be crazy is let's just say if everyone had access to a ps5 that may i would go out on a limb here and say that may be one of the greatest console consoles of all time i think i think it would break record numbers if it it was easy accessible it had easy accessibility i think those things would be flying off the shelf bro and then i don't know how true this is but they said in a couple of years we're getting a ps5 pro or something similar i'm glad you brought that up i wanted to talk about that i do want to talk about that (laughs) you can school me on that so in regards to what DC's talking about, there was a report that came out from a TCL tech showcase. So TCL, the people that make the, the TCL TVs, TCL. Um, there was someone there who mentioned something about the mid-generation upgrades, kind of like how we got the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X that we could have potentially be seeing uh, a PS5 Pro and a, and a whatever they're going to call the series let's let's say series xl right because that's funny to me i just can't stop laughing every time i say that but box. <laughs> xbox series xl or something but i think personally my my personal feelings on this is i do think we're going to eventually get a mid-generation upgrade of refresh on consoles i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon though 2023 to me is incredibly too early because you look at you look at the state of the console market right now where it's a little bit easier to get an xbox versus a playstation right now for various reasons not due to you know not because xbox is less popular yada 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 whatever people like to tell themselves but there's already such a shortage on on silicon and the in the chips and the parts that they need to build these consoles that i just don't see sony and microsoft cannibalizing the the series x and s and the ps5 just to sell a higher ticket item because these consoles are already what five hundred dollars right now uh for the for the best versions of the each console um so i just that just to me does not make sense from a business point of view that they will do that i mean you know let's take a look at the world events going on right now over in 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 europe and russia and stuff like that the world is in a state of upheaval right now so i just don't think we're going to get these consoles do i think they're in development right now absolutely i do absolutely of course they are i mean but that's the thing about technology is that it takes years and years of this stuff you know and they don't want to put themselves in another situation where people can't get these consoles when they want them i mean i remember when the one x came out and the ps4 pro came out i don't remember there being shortages um at least to my knowledge i don't think there were shortages when they when they first released but I mean, even Sony mentioned it during their investor call this past week about how they want to try to up the production of the PS5 so people can get them in there so they can find them a little bit easier. Um, but I think we'll probably get get those closer to like 2024 or 2025, personally. Just my just my humble opinion. I, I, I say no way in hell we're getting those next year. Absolutely not. 
So I just, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there because I did see that rumor and I saw people, I saw some guy on Twitter, man, was like, oh, it's confirmed. PS5 Pro is confirmed. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't know if this is real or not. I just saw it on my timeline. But yeah, it, it doesn't make sense at all for a PS5 Pro and an Xbox XL. We gonna coin that. I'm calling it XL, bro. <laughs> We're gonna manifest that into it happening, bro. Xbox sale, the big box. You heard bro. it here first, guys. <laughs> They're gonna be smaller, so maybe it'll be a. I don't know, but yeah. So, man. yeah, man, I don't. I just, I don't, I just don't see it happening, man. And you know, as far as and as far as God of War, man. Let me. I got two questions for you regarding God of War. God of War two, excuse me. Number one, do you realistically think the game's coming out this year? And number two, do you think it's going to out-hype a game like Elden Ring, which released in February, that is still, to my knowledge to this day, one of the most played games uh, currently? Okay, DC's prediction. Remember, folks, I'm like 3-0 and when it comes to he, this. He's been right pretty much every time he's predicted a game release. I can't, I, I give him that. I, I ain't going to dispute nothing. He's, he's definitely been on the money with these. So, when does Ragnarok come out? September, November, one of those holidays time? Uh, they haven't announced a release date. They're, just, they're still saying 2022. I think we're going to get a state of play for God of War. <laughs> but when they officially announce the release date, do you think it's coming out this year? Or do you think they're going to delay it? I'm going, I'm going to go into a very detailed prediction here. I'm gonna say it's gonna come out this year. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. What I think is gonna happen. I think they're gonna slate themselves for a late, mid to late November date. Hmm. Because that's usually the the time with, with a game this big. They always try to catch that holiday wave. Right. So I feel like mid to late November and then it's going to be something real weird. It's going to be like a two to three week delay. Ooh. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to delay it to like December or something weird like that. So you think it's going to come out after after Modern Warfare 2? Because they they announced that for October 28th and I don't I don't see my I don't see Call of Duty getting a delay. Personally, I don't. Um, honestly think they care about competing with Call of Duty considering the last two years for Call of Duty what it what it's been True. and then I also feel like they don't care about competing with Call of Duty because they're two different types of games you know what I'm saying sure. they're two types of games and like I said if it gets a delay it's gonna I don't think it's gonna because I feel like they're gonna push themselves to the limit I really think they're gonna try to get it out around November but then I feel like they're gonna do a little bit of cleaning up little in-house whatever the heck they got going on but it will get delayed like no later than december i really believe they're trying to catch this uh holiday wave and plus this game is this game has been in the making for like a while so i feel like it's been in the oven for a minute and i feel like you know i feel like it's almost about that time but i just hope it be good and i'm pretty sure it is going to be good you know god war don't miss man they games don't. I like. think here's what I think is gonna happen, like in terms not like release dates or anything, but I feel like the game is going to out hype itself, and and this is something. And when I say that, uh, you know, you look at the video game industry, right, where people, we we're, and I say we because I'm a part of this industry, so I'm not just gonna separate myself from it. We as gamers loves to compare games and i think people are going to compare the first game and the second game and if it isn't if people, some people are going to treat it like god's gift to gaming and other people are going to be like oh it's not as good as the first one and it's gonna it's gonna create a i think it's gonna create a storm of conversation and i'm here for it i'm so excited for it to come out <laughs> i think that's what's gonna happen man i do think it's gonna release this year and if sony can do that maybe get I don't know if Final Fantasy 16 is going to hit this year. Like, we haven't seen anything from it since they did that initial trailer. 
but let's say final fantasy drops in october and then you get or maybe set or, or maybe you know september or something and then you get forespoken on top of that i mean xbox i mean playstation has their slate for the rest of the year boom they're done you know mm-hmm. and, and here they are you know selling more consoles and then the, then dc is taking haymakers on twitter again trying to defend itself in the corner man trying to get out that corner <laughs> Stop hitting me, please. <laughs> oh, man. He's fighting, guy. He's fighting valiantly, man. I, I respect it, man. But, yeah, man. Sony, Sony's definitely making a lot of moves this year, man. I'm excited to see where they're where they're looking and what they're doing um, for the future. I'm, I'm curious what their 2023 is going to look like. Um, I mean, outside of, I think, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man 2, there's really not a lot of information about what they have planned for next year, which is interesting to me, so... Um, we'll see. Maybe I think we're going to get another state of play in July. I, I do. Maybe like focusing on first party in the future of what they have planned for that. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see, man. It's definitely interesting um, to say the least. You so, think hmm? you, you think we get a date during state of play? I do. I think we'll get if they do a God of War state of play like they did. Because uh, you remember they did one for Ghost of Tsushima. That was like. It was like 15 minutes maybe it wasn't super super long but i think they'll they'll show they'll show god of war off and at the end it'll be like i think it's gonna come out after call of duty and and i know they're just like you said i know they're two different games mm-hmm. but you know call of duty is just even with the last two down years right like call of duty is still such a massive game in the industry it is still such a big especially modern warfare too like people are gonna go ape shit over Modern Warfare 2. They're gonna go nuts for it. I'm hoping it's good. I kind of miss Call of Duty. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it out loud. I kind of miss playing Call of Duty. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that and, and Warzone 2 or whatever they're gonna call it is good. Um, but we'll see, man. It's it's definitely up in the air right now. Nobody knows. I'm I'm excited to see and hear what's gonna happen with the future of um of Sony. So you know, shout out to those guys, man. We'll we'll definitely keep our ears to the ground for that. Um, that was pretty much all the big news stories we had, man. Um, as we're kind of like ending, getting close to the end of the podcast, man, we just wanted to take a moment to talk about some things that have been going on in the world, particularly the U S. Um, this stuff's been kind of weighing heavy on my, um, on my mind, man, over the last week or so. So, you know, for those of our non-American listeners who may or may not know what happened in Texas, man, there was a unfortunate, um, tragedy and I, I'm not sure how to how to pronounce the city's name, Uvalde, Uvalde, Uvalde Texas, um, where a gunman, um, you know, he took the lives of 19 children and two teachers, 18-year-old kid who was able to get his hands on two AR-15s, and, you know, he did some pretty horrible, unspeakable stuff, and, you know, I just, I just wanted to take a moment to, to, you know, recognize those those families that are going through this tragedy, man. I could not imagine, you know, as a dad myself, I could not fucking imagine what those families are going through right now. And it's, you know, people people always try to politicize this argument. And, you know, we're talking about human lives here, man. And it's really like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting a little upset talking about it right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it's, it's an unfortunate and just disgusting thing that somebody did. And you know, I wish the powers that be would, would, you know, on both sides of the political fence, man, like just get together and figure this shit out because for every, <laughs> every mass shooting you hear about, there's about three or four that you don't in, in the U S like it's, it's staggering the, the numbers and the statistics. It's pretty fucking staggering is. And I'm, I'm going to just stop talking because I'm, I'm getting a little upset. But I just, you know, thoughts and prayers to those families, man. Donate if you can. Help these people who are going through something that you do not. I do not wish on my worst enemies. Like I'm, I'm I'm good. All right, you got the floor, man. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, man. Um, um, let's just say I had a little extra therapy. Um between the Buffalo incident and this, um, a few things triggered, might trigger my uh, 
PTSD. Um, I can't even get my thoughts together. Um, it's like, here we go again, you know. I'm, excuse my language, I'm just fucking tired of it, man. I mean, it's just exhausting. It's exhausting. It's mentally, um, it's just mentally exhausting because I don't have any kids myself, but I can only imagine like losing a child in such a, I lost uh, a sister to gun violence and that kind of still sticks with me to this day. So I can only imagine losing a child, man. That's like, that's crazy, man. Um, Yeah, man. Just, just fucking do better, man. Just love people. Take, take care of yourselves, man. It's, it's scary times out here, man. It's just really, you know, me and DC have talked about it off, off of stream, off chat. Like, you know, don't really want to go anywhere because I don't feel safe leaving my house most of the time. Like, I, I only leave when I have to, and it, it just, it sucks, man. It, like, I don't know what's gonna happen over the next couple of months in the u.s but you know like i said to our non-us listeners man I, I i just want you guys to just please pray for those families that are going through this tragedy that's all i'm asking for um <laughs> i mean jesus man like it's i just really wanted to just acknowledge that and you know please seek help if you if you're having mental health issues if you're bullied if you're you know going through a tough time in life i mean you know the, the pandemic you know i i even said this to my wife i was like you know the kids that have had to deal with they've had to deal with so much over these last two two and a half years and a lot of these kids are gonna have some some trouble when they get older like they're they're gonna have a lot of just like you said ptsd from stuff that they've had to deal with over the last couple of years and then just just hey man just just shut the fuck up and listen and put the guns down like just just please that's that's really all i had a moment i had to get myself together man like that's just to think about i had to shut myself off from it because i i my mind just went to a dark place like some of those stories that stuff was crazy man you know you're a child young lady watched like her best friend literally killed in front of her face and i was just like man for a kid that's what 10 years old to have to go through that people think about the people who were um shot and you know but as a community as a whole man like you know these kids the the kids who survived this you know the kids who was there front and center looking and staring uh, death in the face these kids are going to have to live with that for the rest of their lives man they're gonna gonna need some therapy they're gonna need some love man because that's just crazy man and you talking to a guy i've i've been to war i've been deployed i've i've seen some stuff and i lived through some things and it's just like it's still like wow to me like how this just we keep coming back to this like we keep getting here and I don't even really want to voice my opinion on how I feel about politics as a whole right now left and right y'all pissing me off I'm just gonna keep it real like y'all yeah. pissing me the fuck off and you know unfortunately you know people tend not to care you know you got these idiots on TV talking and it's just like your words don't even seem sympathetic to me you know what I'm saying it's just like, oh, thoughts and prayers, let's go back on, carry on with life, and, you know, it's just crazy, man. Like, how can you just not want to do something when there's kids being killed? Like, no matter the color, man, it don't right. fucking, it's fucking kids, like, innocent kids, man. Like, they were getting ready for their summer, man. Like, they all getting their awards, you know what I'm saying? They're getting their honor award. Like, it's just such a, a, a innocent situation and then you know we could just dig deep into this because you know there is a lot of things that we can do for our kids just you know 
just by talking to them and making sure they you know don't feel like this like dudes talking about they saying oh he was bullied i'm like dude i was bullied i never thought of shooting a school, shooting yeah, a school. I, and i'm like but we gotta hit this from like 45 different angles you know we gotta we gotta hit that bullying aspect we gotta hit the mental health aspect of it we gotta hit the gun laws you can't there's multiple avenues to where we really have to start looking because it just seemed like America, when it comes to like mental health, they don't care. You know, it's just stuff that we don't really talk about. Guns, you know, that rabbit hole, you know how that goes. Like America, we love our, we love our goddamn guns. Like, you know, a lot of these politicians are in pockets with the NRA. Yeah, I say it. They are. They, they are. So that's why we keep getting this, these, these, unfortunate situations man and like i've been watching it but i've been kind of tuning out because you know you you kind of have to because it's it's so it's so much emotionally to take in all at once and i you know i've been kind of doing the same thing just like kind of drip feeding myself information you know when, right. it, when it comes across or if i see something i'll kind of look into it and but it's just, you know, the more that comes out about this whole situation from the police not going in when they should have, from started, bro. Them them getting them stopping the parents, not not, you know, macing parents that were trying to go into school and get their children. Like it's the whole situation is just it's a dark, terrible tragedy. And it's, you know, we we just like DC said, you know, the week before we had the shooting in Buffalo that was racially motivated and nobody ever is going to convince me otherwise. Go read his fucking manifesto that he left behind. Like, the, the, you're not going to convince me that that was not racially motivated. And, and the fact that you are just shows you how twisted and messed up it is sometimes. Like, dude literally said it out of his mouth he was on social media everything before he did those horrific events saying all these racially motivated things and then you're just saying oh well he's this or he's that and oh he had mental illnesses but y'all don't never want to do nothing about mental uh health no but then all of a sudden when something happens oh he you know he was just misunderstood he had, like no man like it's, this shit just gets old, man. It's tiring, bro. And it won't be the last time, unfortunately. Not until something's done, no, man. And, you know, here we are on the cusp of, you know, the world opening back up for better or for worse. You know, the world's opening back up. And, I mean, me and these talk about it all the time, man. Like, the summertime, you know, people are out. You know, the heat makes people angry and irrational to do stupid things. And, you know, just, just please, uh, just no matter where you are in the world man just please take care of yourselves man that's 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 all i'm asking like i'm i'm hoping and i'm praying that something gets done about this shit eventually like it has to it, it just has to yeah man yeah man just just you know try to find um good resources links and stuff um and you know I'll be doing my research. Maybe we could like post something on Twitter or something um, and try to get the family's help who are, yes, you know, fortunately had to go through this uh, sad situation, man. So I, I just agreed. Literally made me tired. Just talking about it, just physically and mentally just draining, man. <sighs> All right, that's enough of that, man. Like I said, I just wanted to recognize it. I don't want to end the show on that note completely, but you know, like I said, at the end of the podcast, we wanted to take some time to to address it and talk about it. It's important. I don't if, if you don't want to hear the shit, stop listening to the podcast. Unsubscribe from whatever platform you're on. I don't care. <laughs> I I just really don't care. Man, um, I'll walk you to the door. <laughs> like just please. Like his kids would not care about race, none of that. Like they were kids, dog. Like they were there were children, man, who all had their own hopes and dreams about being something great or, you know, wanting to do something with their lives and now that, that got taken away from them. So 
you know, just be mindful the next time you may or may not be having a sort of bad day that somebody has it much, much worse than you. So True. on that note, I think we're just going to end the podcast there, man. We're going to going to do our outro. I love you guys. I want to be positive at the end here and let you guys know that June 3rd, the Rare Drop Charity Marathon starts. It's twitch.tv slash Rare Drop. It is a 24-7 marathon for seven days, raising money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And we also have GCX coming up uh, the 10th through the 12th, uh, 11th and 12th, excuse me, um, where I will be. If you guys are in GCX and I run into you, man, say what's up. Let's chat it up. I want to meet anybody and everybody there. I'm trying to talk to as many people as I can. I'm excited to go. I'm going to have a vlog and stuff around. So the next, like I said, the next couple of weeks are going to be a little weird for recording for me in DC. There might be a few solo episodes mixed in over the next couple of weeks because when he's out of town, I'm here. And when he's in town, I'm not here. So <laughs> so things are going to be a little weird for us. But we will definitely, by the next episode I think we record together is going to be after the Xbox showcase. So that's actually going to be a pretty cool one. I'm actually pretty excited about that. But thank you guys for listening as always, man. You guys can find me everywhere. Dares the Artist, where the E is a three. Make sure you guys follow Rare Drop Sports on Twitch.tv, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Because um, I'm posting content there as well. Um, just follow us. We were doing some pretty cool stuff over there, man. I appreciate it. And I'm going to let DC have the floor, man. Take us home, baby. Oh, I got um, a few quick things to say. Um, I'll actually be back Sunday, early Sunday morning, if you want to record this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, so, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do something. I'm down to record if you are. So it'll be another um, Sunday episode, guys. So we'll be live Sunday. We'll be sure to shoot out um, live tweets and all that good stuff. And in the Discord, we'll let you know if we're live. So once again, just please follow the socials to stay updated with us. Also, we want to close out um, with... We are at the end of Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, yes. Well, I just wanted to read a little bit of information real quick before I get on up out of here. Um, you know, it's pretty much like the four steps to, um, you know, four steps to dealing with whatever mental health issue you may be dealing with. So, you know, the first one, it says, find the positive. It is natural to go through a grieving process after the loss of a relationship, job, or loved one. Remember the good times and focus on what makes you happy. Creative, wait, create healthy routines. Healthy routines includes eating a nutritious, rich diet, exercising, and getting enough sleep. It's okay if your routine is not the same every day. Start with small changes. Just stay focused. Own your feelings. It can be easy to get caught up in emotions as you're feeling them. Taking the time to identify what you're feeling can help you better cope and change the situations. That is me. That's definitely one of the things that I do. And then the last one is connect with others. Connections help enrich your life and power you through the tough times, whether in person or virtual, connect with and lean on your support group. So support groups are definitely important to have. So, you know, we call them circles. So you, you probably, you guys probably have friends you talk to about what you're going through and stuff. And that's good. So, you know, it always helps to talk about these things. Me, I have my friends and then I've started therapy. It's been about maybe a year for me now. So I have that and, you know, it's it's the end of the month, but we're still going to keep pushing it because it really is a big thing. And like I said during the talk um, a few minutes ago, uh, I believe that one of the pillars of kind of curving a lot of this violence is we really have to start treating um, mental health a little more serious. You know, don't wait until the police have an altercation with someone and this person's dead. And I'm like, Oh, he was dealing with mental health issues or this, that, and the third, like I'm tired of hearing it after the fact, because it's like, Oh, well, y'all don't really want to do nothing about it until we have these situations. So that's all I got to say, man, you know, just keep your mental right. Meditate. That's something else I've been doing. Breathing exercises is something that I've been into 
So find out what works for you. It's always what works for you. That's my terrible game in point. But it's always important to find out what works for you because whatever works for me, you might try it and be like, oh, this is not doing nothing. So do what works for you and let's have a good day. Memorial weekend. Peace. Thank you guys for listening, man. We will see you guys next Sunday. Hey, hey. Peace.